This week on Lunchbox Reaction, pop culture references, our talk about the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and fortune cookies. It's November 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Evan, joined here with my co-host, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Before we get on with our pop culture references, I have a question for you all because I want to copy Dad. What is your favorite food to have on Thanksgiving? Oh, that's easy. Stuffing. I love stuffing. Pumpkin pie. Mine is mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay, now who wants to go first with the pop culture references? I'll go first. Uh, Here's something that we haven't talked about. Coming out in only a few days from now is Marvel's new TV series called Hawkeye. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it stars... Hawkeye? stars Hawkeye. (laughs) Yep, Uh, Hawkeye. Clint Clint Barton is back, and he's teamed up with a young woman. Her name is Kate Bishop. It's a Christmas show, I guess. So it's gonna they're gonna release one episode a week, and it, like the last episode is gonna be right around Christmas or something. So it's gonna be based around Christmas. Yeah. So that looks pretty cool. I'm I'm excited for it. It's about a girl who wants to be Hawkeye's apprentice. Mine is that last week a new the new Pokemon game that I've been talking about a lot has been released, or at least one of them, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl which are both kind of the same game, but with a few differences, have been released. I'm not going to get them because they're just kind of a remake of an old game that doesn't interest me that much. But to other people, it might be interesting, so it's cool that it's out. So is it two different games, kind of like Sword and Shield was? Yeah, it's just basically Sword and Shield. All Pokemon games are like that. And then also all Pokemon games eventually have a remake. And this is a remake of an old one. My pop culture news is that, so if you know, like, the show Schoolhouse Rock, or school is doing it for the musical. So one of the songwriters named Dave Frischberg passed away on Wednesday. That's too bad. Yeah, I heard that. That was sad. I can remember listening. And he's the gentleman who wrote I'm Just a Bill. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that in the news. I I can remember watching that on Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid. (laughs) And so now you get to sing it, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Do you have a favorite of any of those Schoolhouse Rock songs so far? My favorite is the Noun song. Is that just because you've been practicing it so much? Yeah, and I like the tune the best. Okay. Nice. That's because it gets stuck in your head because you've been practicing it so much. Now on to our main topic, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. At the start of the movie, we meet Sean and his friend Katie. They live in the San Francisco area, and they are parking cars. They're valets for living, although at night they go out and have fun singing. What do they sing? Songs. (laughs) They sing karaoke. They sing karaoke. Anyway, that doesn't (laughs) last too long because tensions quickly rise as Sean and Katie are suddenly attacked by men who work for Sean's father, who is the leader of the Ten Rings. We find out that Sean is actually Shang-Chi, and his dad is the leader of the Ten Rings, a criminal organization. Soon, Sean and Katie travel across the world to find and protect his sister, who he hasn't seen for a long time. 
the story continues on from there, and we don't want to spoil too much, so we'll leave it at that for now. The movie has a lot of positive reviews because it's funny, interesting, intense, and shows Chinese culture. It also has a cast of Aquafina as Katie, Simu Liu as Shang-Chi, and Tony Leung as Zhu Wenwu, Shang's dad. Now on to our questions. Keep in mind we won't go into too much spoilers, so it should be okay if you have not seen it. First question, what do you think of the mom? We only saw her in specific flashbacks, so we didn't get much introduction to her, so I wanted to know what you thought of that. I like the mom. She was nice. <laughs> uh, I really love the backstory of the of Shang-Chi's mom and dad. I really like the scene where the mom and the dad meet, where it's like fighting and dancing at the same time. Yeah. I thought that was choreographed really well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So this, this movie has a lot of, of Asian fight movie influences in it, and it's it's just so apparent in scenes like this, and it they're just beautifully choreographed. It, it's the fight scenes almost look like dance, and yeah, it's just fun to watch and visually stunning in a way. Yeah, so the mom's character it was very cool to to see that that backstory, and they did a good job of that. Okay, next question. A bit into the movie, we see Wong, who is from the Doctor Strange movies. So I was just wondering, what did you think of that cameo? I didn't remember who that was, honestly. Did you remember who it was, Dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew who Wong was. It was fun to see him. It it felt a little shoehorned in, but you, you kind of expect to see cameos of other characters just because it's a larger universe. So it, it didn't bother me. And he's always fun to see. He's kind of a comedic role in a way. So So it's fun to see him. Who was your favorite character in the movie? My favorite character is Katie. She kind of struggles with that, like, cliche where, like, the Asian parents are wanting her to, like, have a bigger career more than just, like, parking cars. She's trying to convey to her parents that she knows what she wants and she's mm -hmm. doing it and she's having a good time. But then later on in the movie, she admits to someone that, that that's not really the case, is it? Yeah. And that she's kind of looking for something. Again, we don't want to give away spoilers, but when she's shocked into this experience that she's been dragged along into, it kind of opens this world for her that maybe there is more and maybe she could try more. And, and so that gives her a chance to grow as a character. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to say my favorite character is, is the main character, Shang-Chi. I think Sima Liu just knocks it out of the park with his performance. He's fun to watch. He's charismatic. I mean, he takes on this role. You totally believe that he's a guy who's been studying martial arts but wants to escape the past that he's had. I think Marvel knocked it out of the park with his casting. I really enjoyed his character. I would say my favorite is probably Shang's sister. We meet her later, but she is really cool and has a very interesting backstory that I don't want to get into much, but it's really fun. And I think the whole movie would is just worth watching because of how cool she is. Yeah, I like how she bucks the stereotype of the, you know, younger sibling who doesn't really get any attention and then we'll just say takes it on her herself to advance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so this gateway to the magical town is in some weird forest. So where do you think this forest is located? So I believe the forest is just in the wilds of China somewhere. 
it's probably a place that seems pretty impossible to get to or, or hard to get to, so it hasn't been discovered, you might say, or developed or explored that much. So it's part of the mystery about it. Yeah, I guess I can agree with you, Dad, because they did just drive to it. So I guess it wouldn't be that far. Do you think that Shang-Chi will be an important character in the future for the MCU? Probably. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he'll be in a number of movies. Mm-hmm. Both his own and, and probably team-up movies. You Because know, I believe he's going to be one of the new Avengers. What if, like, as like the world keeps going, like the older generations, like all those Marvel characters, like Thor... And Captain America, or no, but like, you know, then what if they all die, and then like all the other younger ones take over, and then they have kids, and then like, more time passes, then the MCU is like all their kids. That kind of happens. And so like time passes in the MCU, but it also passes here, and it would be cool. That kind of does happen in the comics, because like. There are multiple different versions of the Young Avengers that happen after the Avengers die. And then, like, the world gets rebirthed in some way. It happened, it's happened, like, 12 times, I feel like. And then all the original characters are back. Wow, it's crazy. And, yeah, I feel like that might happen with the MCU, where just once that starts to happen with more and more people, it's just going to reset somehow. What do you think of the Chinese culture in this movie? Yeah, Chinese culture is pretty cool. It's really pretty. I guess I agree with Linnea. I like all the creatures that we see in it. Like, we get glimpses at phoenixes a bit and nine-tail creatures and other fun things. Yeah, so like Black Panther, where it was a mostly... uh, black cast and director and all that this this is marvel's first foray into the the asian world and and yeah it was uh predominantly asian actors asian director and so that's really cool i think they really embraced it and uh, as i mentioned before it, it felt like a lot of the old chinese martial arts movie that you've seen or that i've seen and uh i really appreciate that the fighting in this movie reminded of me it reminded me of like the fighting styles in avatar the last airbender they're both pretty Asian. Especially, like, remind me more of, like, water bending and, like, air bending. Like, the more graceful ones. Yeah, those, they're all based off, like, martial arts moves. So, the water bending and earth bending, all that stuff. How do the backgrounds in this movie look compared to other Marvel movies? Well, like, the first half of the movie, it's, like, all in a big city, and then the second half of the movie, it's, like, in a forest that's pretty. Which one do you like more? Well, I like the pretty forest better. I really like the background and the scene where they're, they're like, on a building fighting, and there's just this one building in the background projecting images of this weird bunny dog. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the brightly lit city scenes. That was a lot of fun. The outside, the forest is all good, too. I mean, it's, I, I think all the scenes were were well shot, well lit, you know, well thought out as to where they were going to take place. You got a real sense of place. Okay, then. How would you rate this movie? One to ten. Well, a lot of Marvel movies I find kind of boring, but this one was interesting to me, so I'll give it, like, 
an 8 out of 10. I agree with Linnea, so I'm going to move it one up than my usual score and give it an 8.5. Yeah, I was also going to say 8.5. I thought it was a a well-done movie. It hit all the right notes for me. I think it was funny. It was fun. It had a, a villain that was interesting, not just kind of there. Uh, it didn't have a floating sky city, which was awesome. <laughs> We're so tired of that. Marvel stopped doing that, and they finally did that with this. So, yeah, I, I wish that I could have seen this in the theater. I think it would have been awesome on the big screen. But, of course, with COVID and all that, we couldn't. So we had to just watch it on our What is it with Marvel and these, like, weird cities in, like, the middle of nowhere? Like, Wakanda, like, this hidden village, the cities in the sky? Well, you know, if it's too populated, then everyone would know about it. It has to be hidden so that no one knows about it, right? It's just there's so many of them. (laughs) I feel like in this universe, you could just explore an unexplored mountain. And, oh, oh, look, there's a base to a secret organization working against the government. That's cool. That's why you should never go out mountain hiking alone, because you might stumble (laughs) upon an evil base, and then you'll never come back. And we won't know where you were, because it's secret. Okay. So now it's time for fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Mine is be receptive to new ideas from all fronts. Well, that's that's good advice. I think we might have gotten that one before. Mine also has to deal with ideas. My fortune is sell your ideas. They are totally acceptable. <laughs> we've gotten that yeah, one we've before. We've gotten that one for sure. <laughs> Your emotional nature is strong and sensitive. And not very emotional. (laughs) What? Usually you get mad at her when she does any kind of thing. Yeah, and she just did a thing, and now I'm mad (laughs) at her. I talked monotonely. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Check us out on the web at lunchboxreaction.net, and we're on Twitter at lunchboxreaction. And thanks once more to my co-host Linnea. Bye. And Brian. So long. And we will see you next week at the lunch table. At the start of the movie, we meet Sean and Katie, Friends who are working at a car, what would you call it? A car. They pick uh, up cars. They pick up a valet. That's the word I'm looking for, valet. I'm going to cut that out. No, why would you cut that out? Yeah, Dad, why would you cut that out? Do you think it's funny that I can't remember the word valet? It's funny that you can't pronounce it. embarrassing moments and then you cut out yours? Okay, I'll put that at the end.